Guys, we're back. We're back to discuss more crypto, Bitcoin, what Stephen did in the last 48 hours, um, what I've done in the last two minutes, which is uh, upgrade my backdrop to my stepdad's office. Jealous. My stepdad's office sounds like a, uh, a softcore movie that they played like on cable access in the early 90s. Like kids used to brag about like, yeah, we had porn mags and VHSs. And then like my stepdad's office came out and it was like, and there's like one actor in it that's now famous, like Kirsten Dunst or something that we like didn't know. Guys, we're here to talk uh, everything crypto, Bitcoin. Um, ETH has been hit bad again. Um, guess who's back? You called it ETH. Yeah, dude, we're on, a, we're on, a, we're on that type yeah. of a uh, relationship basis now. Good app. <laughs> it's also just a tough word to say. <laughs> ETH, F. I, yeah. Some people call it eth. I don't, I don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable. I, I go yeah. with eth. Eth is too close to meth, and that's too close to, uh, <laughs> to my bar mitzvah. So it was hit bad again. What does that mean, Steve? Like that's, I, I just saw a headline that said eth was hit bad again because um, there was a massive crash. Um, what does that yeah. mean for us? Yeah, we had another rough week. I mean, I thought last week was bad. Kind of keeps, uh, it, it's been... Uh, I think like 11 straight weeks of down at this point for ETH. It's been pretty rough. Uh, last week, we had a lot of systemic contagion going on. We had a lot of big uh, companies, funds were like over leveraged and they all started getting liquidated, doing shady stuff. Everybody's dumping. So everything's just been pretty down only in terms of price. Uh, I think we're getting to the point where we may finally see that kind of capitulation bottom, you know, what, what you like to see in crypto is that that big red negative candle when you pull up the price chart, just the the, the enormous one where everybody's just freaking out and it, it says like, fuck it, I'm over this. I hate it. Right. I hate it. Right. I'm done. I'm out. Goodbye. Sold everything. And that's that's when you want to get in right there if you can spot that. But it's been scary. How, how do you spot that, though? Is it just like, an obvious move where things are just at a yeah i mean so if you want to get like slightly more technical right like when you when you pull up a price chart you can see the volume like how much was sold or bought as well as the the price up or down right so this year's been scary because the the volume has been kind of flat and the price just keeps going down and down and down and down and down and that's like terrifying because usually you don't see a bottom till the volume spikes that's when everybody's just becomes kind of like a forced seller and everybody just throws their hands up and they, they leave. So you want to see a, you want to see a just enormous big drop in like one day, like a, a huge drop, like way bigger than any other day, followed by like a ton of volume on the chart. And that's usually your sign to get in, especially if all the newspapers are start publishing the uh, cryptos dead articles, you know? Oh, wow. Happens every time. Yeah. Now like, are they like doing, clockwork. <clears throat> are they doing that in an attempt to, is it almost like when people will talk about uh, visiting Seattle and they'll go where I'm from and they go, it just rained the whole time. And then I'll go, yeah, yeah. And I'll perpetuate the stereotype and go like, yeah, it's, it sucks up there, man. Don't move there and overpopulate my hometown because <laughs> traffic is already getting worse. And with the tech boom there and it's uh prices are skyrocketing. And if I eventually want to get a place there, it's just making it real difficult. So yeah, keep thinking that is, is, are these articles getting published by these people to kind of lean into the cryptos dead to almost you know, uh, you know, make sure people don't get in and they get in. This is, they just like the engagement farm, you know, okay. they're like, Oh, what's the thing everybody's freaking out about. And we'll just like pour gas 
by right. that fire, you know? Right. They're never good at predicting what's going to happen. They just take the current thing that's happening and they like just twist the knife a little bit to make people right. go like, and then everybody online is like, ah, I told you, you crypto idiots, you, you stupid losers. Look, at it's going down. You're losing all your money. NFTs are dead. Ha 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 ha. Uh, that's, that's usually the sign to kind of start getting back in. So the main theme of last week, uh, if you can have a theme of a week, and I think you can, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm at curves trying to top my best in leg presses, I work out of curves and, uh, okay. If you're going to laugh, Steven, maybe this conversation isn't for you, but I, I like to get, I'd like to get my legs strong. I like to keep, uh, a, 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 a base that's, you know, that, uh, that, uh, is worthy of, you know, I like to always be in triple threat. They, that's a basketball term that they, where it's like you, you're able to pass dribble and shoot from that spot. And in triple threat for me in life, it's, can I, you know, stiff arm a little person? Can I, you know, uh, can I kick? you know, uh, a fat kid who's trying to fart on me in an elevator. Uh, and can I cover my mouth, um, from, uh, my mom, uh, trying to talk with food in her mouth too close to my mouth. Um, so I think the theme of last week was insolvency. Um, we had a number of big funds like three arrows capital go under Celsius an app that claims that they pay users high interest rates on deposits, um, while secretly doing a bunch of, you know, just shady shit. Uh, in the background, they became insolvent. And other firms are rumored to be insolvent as well. First of all, what does the word insolvent mean? <laughs> uh, it, it, it means you got a bunch of debt on the balance sheet that is more than the assets that you have. And gotcha. you, you can't- You're spending money you don't have. Yeah, you can't pay it off. So then what you have to do is like when the, the creditors start coming, they, they take your assets and they're like, all right, well- can't pay us, so we're gonna just we're just gonna sell everything you have. So wow. all of these players are becoming forced sellers. Like they're just yep. dumping because they they have to, and that, that everything is getting dragged down with it right now. It's just it's just kind of like a no mercy, nonstop selling. It's been it's been pretty nuts to be honest. Is there um, is there a like specific thing that you can like hone in on that is a a reason that <clears throat> that uh, it's always baffling to me that companies of that magnitude and that have, I don't know, people that claim to be, you know, really solid in that field. Uh, I'm not surprised by the shady shit that goes on when there's money involved with, um, uh, you know, big companies, but, um, is there, can you hone in on a couple things for why they would get in so much trouble and, and become insolvent? Or is it just like, is it something that happens out of nowhere and there's no real, real prep? Like it's, it's a difference between like someone being on hospice and someone just tripping and falling down an escalator. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you can prep for one, you can't prep for the other. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is, is, is like arrogance, right? Like the, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about that Luna protocol blowing up, founder of that, Do Kwan, arrogance, God complex, thought he could build a thing that just defied all mathematical logic, exploded, done. Uh, Three Arrows Capital, I mean, a lot of people who aren't familiar with crypto probably I've never heard of these guys, but they were they were legends in the space. You know, they 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 took a you know few hundred grand million dollar account years ago and did, ran it up to a fund in the in the tens of billions of dollars, and people treated these guys as gods. Right, and they just became overconfident. You 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 think you know where price is going to go? You bet too much money. You bet money you don't even have, and then when things go against you, you you you're, you're done. You can't you can't service your debt, and it all blows up and the contagion element of it is an important. It's important, right? Because you got 
all of these guys kind of all tied into each other. One guy goes down, it causes the next domino to fall. The guys like these, uh, these, these funds borrowed from, right? Like if you're a, if you're a lender and you loan money to these guys, they're like, ah, oh, we're broke. And then you, you're insolvent as the lender now because you, you can't do anything with your cash. And then this kind of goes on and on and on. It's kind of like, uh, remember the 08 financial crash and the, yes. in the real world, it was just a nonstop domino of things exploding until the fed came in and just sort of like, we're, airdropping infinite money so that everything doesn't blow up. And then we kind of got back on the right track, but we don't have that in crypto. Everything just blows up. Right. Uh, so the insolvency uh, has led to a bunch of these firms liquidating their balance sheets to cover liabilities, right? Selling off their shit. Mm -hmm. uh, especially hard hit was, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, ST ETH. ST ETH. Yeah. Yes. It's a tokenized version of, of, uh, of staked. Uh, ETH 2.0, which we talked about on the last show. Um, it's supposed to be a one-to-one -one redeemable for ETH, but it's locked until after the merge of, uh, of ETH 2.0 goes through. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So this is basically sort of like, a, yeah. like an IOU on you know, future ETH, right? Because we, we talked about this last week. When you're, when you're locking up the, the staked ETH for the new chain that's coming out, it's like a one-way door. You can't, you can't get it back out until the network goes live. Right. But there is a market where you can sort of trade your locked ETH for the unlocked ETH, right? The problem is like a lot of these firms went all in on the, the new staked ETH because they were, they were doing this uh, trade where they could make like a lot of interest. And then everybody was kind of all in on this. And then if, if I go to make a trade and then there's no more money left in the pool for me to switch it for the other coin, that, that pool is just basically insolvent. And then when all these guys are trying to get out at the same time, they, they can't get out. So you now are in this weird situation where you have a token, STETH, which should just be the same thing as ETH, right? And it will be in like a year or two, however long. But because everybody's rushing for the doors, this thing was trading at like a 15, 20% discount at, at one point. Everything is, 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 is totally wacky right now. I mean, I mean for the... For the for the listener out there, this is kind of like a, a good thing if you want to buy into ETH, right? It's like a it's like a slightly more advanced play than logging on Coinbase and buying ETH. But if you know how to get this ST ETH, the staked ETH, which you can kind of buy on chain if you're familiar with how to use like a DeFi wallet. Um, but if you are able to do that, you can basically buy ETH at like a 10, 15 percent discount just and, and you, you, you can't take it out for like a year or two. But if you're doing this as like a 10 year trade, it's like awesome. You just you just buy in with a 10, 15 percent discount because all these guys are are selling and they got to get out. It's a it's a strange market right now. We had a de-pegging of STETH uh, where it was traded all the way down to 89 percent of the value of one ETH. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know you were saying that um, nobody thought it would happen and it's causing like complete panic. Where does this type of a, you know, a debacle fall in the uh, in the history of crypto crashes? I think this last, uh, I, I think the worst crash ever was probably COVID. And that was a really scary one because a lot of people thought it was just, it was just going to zero. Like I think ETH traded all the way down to like 40 or 50 bucks or something. And think like things just absolutely got annihilated, you know, along with bonds and stocks and everything else at the time. 
And, and that was a little terrifying because there was, there was nothing for people to hang their hat on. Like there was no activity really on ETH then. It was just still like this super speculative thing. Right. Um, so that was probably the scariest time. Uh, but this is, I think, a, this is a this is a close second. Like we we've we've built a lot of stuff on the platforms now. We know people use it. People are buying NFTs. People are are using DeFi. You know, taking out loans and trading. And people are even playing games online now, uh, right uh, on chain. So a uh, little less scary at this time because you can kind of see what's coming at the end of the rainbow. We know this stuff is eventually going to come back. The scary part this time is we have so many things like tied together and linked together we've built this like really complicated ecosystem that has no government oversight so we don't know what the hell some people have been doing in the uh, you know behind the scenes there so we right. we, we kind of don't know how badly it will blow up and right. it, it could be like a really nasty domino effect still there's also well yeah i i think there's you know there's that saying when it rains it pours and so i feel like you know there's probably our next episode will involve yet another, you know, us starting off where we're like, <laughs> and shit just keeps on getting worse. But, you know, that's uh it's just like in sports, right? Like a team's gotta hit like my Mariners right now. They're uh have the currently the longest playoff drought in um sports history at twenty one years. So it's like it it can't get worse. It can well, it can. And that can get to like forty years and then uh and then I'm, and then you know, I just become a, a fan of whatever Sims a fan of, which I think is just like I don't know, Fresca and Silly Putty. <laughs> um, Sim, by the way, is uh, one of our producers um, who, uh, who just likes to listen like a perv, but he's never on video. Um, but he's, uh, but he's also the guy who told me initially about what crypto was, which is, um, you know, the reason that we're here. And uh, I know Sim actually even texted me before this, and he goes. You got to mention that there was a crazy high inflation uh, number uh, recently, and the market suddenly started pricing uh, in a near 100% chance of the FED raising interest rates by 75 points. Um, apparently, that's going to be announced uh, in the meeting today, uh, and it's sure to cause, as Sim says in quotes, further havoc in the markets. He loves to use that word havoc. Do you know people that use like big words that you know they don't use in like everyday life? Not that, Havoc's, not that Havoc's a big word. Like, <laughs> just outing myself as someone who didn't graduate. But like my, some of my favorite words that, are, that I consider like bigger words that aren't used in day to day, conundrum, uh, bewildered. What's another one? Uh, obsequious. Ooh, okay. That, it, that's, that's a big one. But even uh, obsequious, one. there's no reason to use that word. And there's just certain words that when you hear them, you go, Dude, just say the other version. You know what I'm saying? Who are you trying to impress right now? We already know you have a DUI. Using big words isn't <laughs> going to make anyone, you know, accept your friend request quicker. That being said, havoc in the markets, the FED raising interest rates by 75 points. Why would they do that? Well, they're trying to uh, not have the general public kind of take the heads off all the politicians right now, right? Like they, we got a tough situation where the, uh, the government is looking down the uh, barrel of a gun. You got, you got a recession on the one hand and you got massive inflation on the other hand and they got to pick a lane. So either prices just keep going up and nobody can afford anything or 
the economy sort of goes down the tubes. And the politicians are going to choose killing the economy and taking down inflation. Because if the economy goes into a recession, like people get hurt, right? But really only the people who lose jobs get hurt. And then a lot of the people on the lower end of the income spectrum, right? They're still getting government benefits. They're still able to live their lives. But if you have massive runaway inflation, prices go up for everybody. Right. And that hurts like the little guys even worse. And there's a lot of little guys in the country, right? So, so they're basically saying like, we're going to, we're going to raise interest rates. Raising interest rates basically cools down the economy. It makes people buy less stuff. It makes people invest in, 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 in fewer new businesses. All these things just, just pumps the brakes. So that's allegedly going to bring down the level of prices. But al along with it, everything's kind of being pulled down at, at the same time. Stocks, uh, uh, bonds, like just everything. It's all going to hell. And crypto is the, the, the worst in that because it's this kind of magic internet money fantasy thing that doesn't even have cash flows tied tied to it most of the time right it's 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 largely a, a meme so so that's where we're at right now market price did basically like a hundred percent chance they would pump the rates up 75 percent they're probably going to do it again next month i think at some point probably in the, in the next two or three months honestly they're going to look around at the economy and be like oh oh crap we blew everything up we're going to we're going to stop hiking interest rates and then the market might kind of go back up again. That's that's kind of my working theory at the moment. This is a breaking news update from Carl Crypto, crypto expert and Jamba Juice enthusiast. Things have really gone to hell. A lot of my coins are down 95%. Is this the bottom? How much worse could it really get? If it isn't the bottom, when do you think the bottom might be? We started from the bottom, now we're here. What do you look for? <laughs> what kind of approach should I take to invest in a market like this? What coins should I be buying? All these questions and more can be answered right now. Please welcome Steven. Oh, thank you. That was lovely. Um... Yeah, let's hit one of those at a time. Is, is this the bottom? Probably not. Probably How not. How much lower can it go? Yeah, nobody knows. But like, I, I, I would be surprised if Bitcoin goes below like 11, 12, 13K. Yeah, okay. I, it, it could maybe zip down there real quick for a little bit and pop back up. I think that's probably the bottom, but you should never listen to me because uh, nobody knows what's really going to happen. Well, that's what I uh, want to say, too. It's like. Just like in sports, you know, people can make like the Celtics are going to beat the Warriors because I think so. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can look at numbers. You can look at stats. You still got to play the game. And with uh, this type of stuff, I feel like it's, you know, similar where you just it's out of your control. Right. I mean, there's just so many factors that go into something ending uh, in a certain outcome versus uh, versus not being down. Ninety five percent, though, that's jarring. I mean. You tell me, but that feels like, I mean, there, you can't ever get to a point to where it, like, it completely crashes and, like, it's done, right? There's always a way for things to, to dig themselves out of a hole, right? But, like, is there a true bottom it could hit? Well, I guess, like, okay, well, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. If you're seeing this type of a uh, drop, um, are there coins you should be buying because of this? Yeah, like the, it, when when the thing about crypto is when, when everything goes to hell, the thing that always goes to hell the least is Bitcoin. Right. So if you don't really know what you're doing, 
you have no idea what the space is. You just know you want to be invested in crypto, but that that's it. You, you, you just buy Bitcoin right now because at $20,000 Bitcoin, your worst case scenario is probably like you lose another 40% or so. Right. And that, that sucks, but you, you'll get it back eventually um, with all you know likelihood. Some of these other coins, they may go down another 70% from here, and then they may go down another 70%, and they may just go to zero, right? You, you don't want to be... You don't want to be gambling on these kind of speculative ones right now. You want to buy the safe stuff if you're a novice investor. Um, I think these are good prices for the long run. I think you buy a little every single week. You know, you just keep buying, buying. Uh, it, it, it's called, uh, you know, you, 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 you just want to like, if you go all in tomorrow, right? You're like, I got 10 grand to invest. You go all in. That can be kind of painful because next week, if it goes down another 20%, another 20%, another 20%, you don't have any more money to buy anything and you just feel bad. Whereas if you buy a little bit, you know, you, you, you DCA in every week, as we say, you buy like a thousand bucks and a thousand bucks and a thousand bucks. If it goes down, you're like, oh, cool. I get to buy more at a lower price. And then over time you get like an average, pretty good entry price and, and you're a happy guy. So we want this show to be not only like informative and educational, uh, but I think be somewhat of a guide to, you know, the, the pros and cons, the, the do and not do moves. Um, are there like, are there risks that are hidden to crypto investors? Like are there things that, like I was saying earlier about, you know, certain publications wanting to kind of like lean into things being a certain way to maybe, you know, that's for their advantage. Are there, um, are there traps that you should be looking out for? Like, of going after high interest rates uh, in platforms like uh, Celsius, like are there just things to that that aren't being um, made known of that you can try to you know find a, find a way to avoid? Yeah, I mean, crypto is a it's a minefield, right? Which is why the less you know, the more you just have to invest in the premium stuff. The most premium stuff is Bitcoin. The second most premium stuff is Ethereum. Everything beyond that, in in my opinion, is you know, good, good luck. You might make a lot of money. You might lose everything. Uh, Celsius, that platform we were talking about that went under the, the, the tricky thing about these businesses, right? Is like when you invest in Bitcoin and you kind of take your own Bitcoin, you put it on your own wallet. It, it, it's, it's just right there on the blockchain. You can see everything that's happening, right? It's, it's complete transparency. Whereas if you take your, your hard-earned Bitcoins and you give them to a company like Celsius, who says like, hey, we're gonna pay you six, 7% on your Bitcoins. You're like, oh, that sounds great. But you lose the transparency because you're, you're giving your coins to this company and then you can't see what they're, they're, they're doing with them, right? The whole point of what makes blockchain, what makes Bitcoin great is that it's, it's, it's full transparency and it, it can't be like corrupted by some, some third party. And you, you, you give that up when you give your coins to these companies that kind of promise you high interest if you don't know what you're doing, right? It's a, it, it's a big risk. And that, that like took a lot of people out this last year. We had like this huge phenomenon where you could like earn like high interest rates either by giving your money to these companies or doing stuff like on Ethereum with some of these protocols. And and people got wrecked uh, really bad. I think right now as an investor, if you don't know what you're doing, you want to just, you want to buy the safe stuff. And ideally you want to learn how to self custody it, right? You don't, you don't really want to leave it on Coinbase or the exchanges if you, if you don't have to, because then they have your coins. And if they go down, you lose your money. Um, 
we talk about that at some point, but that's like one of the beauties of, of crypto is that if you want to, you can take complete control of your money and nobody can take coins from you, you know, where they are and everything's all, 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 all good like that. Although I should say that if you're, you know, you've got Bitcoin on like Coinbase or, or, or Kraken or Gemini or any of these kind of United States based exchanges, you're, you're probably safe, right? Like, what, what is the difference between Kraken and Gemini? I mean, these are, these sound like uh, American gladiators, but they, <laughs> they also they also feel like what platforms to that that house the uh, the yeah the, they're the they're exchanges right it, it's it's yeah. kind of similar to like oh I'm buying stocks well I I got a TD Ameritrade account or I got an interactive brokers account or I go to Robinhood right like it's right. different ways to get access to the same to, to the same it's like assets. FanDuel DraftKings like there's just different ways to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting the same exposure. Different companies are kind of in the middle of you. They, they, you know, the facilitate the buying of these things and they'll also hold the, the coins for you in your account. Like if you right. don't want to, you're like, like if I say like you should use a hardware wallet and you're, you're like, what, what the hell is a hardware wallet? I, I have no idea what that is. And, and you don't understand like what a seed phrase is, all this stuff. I don't. You, yeah. So you, you probably don't want to take your coins off of Coinbase and keep them yourself because you'll probably be that guy who like lost all his Bitcoin and he's digging through the dumpster 10 years later trying to find like his, uh, his laptop that he threw out because there's a hundred million dollars of Bitcoin on it. You don't want to be that guy. I told you that in confidence and the fact that you're bringing up that I dug through a dumpster <laughs> to try to find, I don't know, dude, I thought there was like a code of conduct here and sort of secrecy, but that's fine. Um, is Bitcoin the, and stop me if you've heard this question before, but is Bitcoin like the safest, you know, coin to, to be a part of, like, are there, there's riskier coins out there, right? Um, yeah, like, Bitcoin is yeah. by far the safest. And when, when I say safe, you know, what does that, what does that mean? Uh, safe as in the, the volatility is much less when, when things go to hell, Bitcoin goes to hell the least. It's like stuff is down negative 95%, Bitcoin's down. 65%, right? That, that, that still sucks, but negative 95% is you, you basically lost everything and it might never come back. So that's, that's not good. Uh, the other reason Bitcoin is, is safe is because like the, the Bitcoin network itself is just by far the, the most robust crypto network, right? It, it's basically immune to any kind of attacks or hacks or anything like that. Whereas if you, if you invest in some weird kind of coin like uh you know a lot of people like like solana right it's a very popular sort of like ethereum alternative it's fast and cheap um but solana is not really a blockchain like bitcoin like nobody controls bitcoin that's kind of the beauty of it it's this this global network that everybody can use and be a part of but nobody controls it solana there's there's like there's like 14 guys who have computers and they run the whole network so right. if something happens with them you know, like if the government wants to shut down Solana, they just pick up the phone and call like three people and then it, it's, it's, it's gone. Right. Wow. And then you, you know, your, your money's gone. Right. So yeah. it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a totally different, totally different ball game, totally different product, totally different uh, risk profile. Uh, we've got some fan questions here. I know uh, you oh. guys have, have been encouraged to uh, hit up Steven and myself. And by that, I mean, Steven with questions uh, regarding all things uh, crypto and, um, and uh, this first one comes to us from, uh, it says RDJ. So I'll just, uh, I'll 
read his question here. Or actually, I'll, I'll play the audio. I, it's audio questions of people uh, sending their questions in. Uh, hi, it's RDJ here. Uh, so um, there's uh, a lot going on, obviously. So, I, you know, I recently got into uh, crypto, Bitcoin, all that stuff uh, after uh, the second Iron Man. Um, also, uh, once I did the Sherlock Holmes uh, franchise, because um, I just became, I, I got more money. That's why I bought a llama farm. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, clips of my llamas online. There's You can go to www.llama.com and find all sorts of creatures and animals in my backyard. But TMI, YOLO, fuck it. But I just think that what is the, my question for you, Stephen, is what is the Tether USDT uh, stable coin that people talk about? Because I keep hearing all this talk about, oh, it's a stable coin. What does that mean? What the fuck is that? What is a Tether also? And what is, uh, what is the Tether USDT uh, and, uh, and, and is it for me? So that was RDJ. Uh, yeah. that, that was, thank you, uh, RDJ. Big fan. Uh, so, so, so Tether is, is, is a stable coin. Uh, stable coins are basically like crypto representations of like dollars. So one Tether is, is one dollar. Gotcha. Um, stable coins are huge. Like a huge portion of the entire crypto market cap is actually stable coins. Just these things that are supposed to be a dollar and people like them because it gives them the ability to kind of stay in crypto, but not have to worry about their money going up and down or people who want exposure to the dollar who live in Africa or something can can hold these coins right so tether i think is the the second biggest stable coin right now and it's 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 in just everything like all the exchanges have uh, tether pairs that you trade all the coins against it it's a huge thing so people who come into the space like at a certain point probably hear that there's something sketchy about tether and you know, there, there kind of is something sketchy about Tether because they've, you know, got tens of billions of dollars of these stable coins. They run the whole company off some like offshore bank and they never really like audit their books in a way where they prove that they have all this, these actual dollars backing the, the, the crypto dollars. Right. So a lot of people think this Tether thing is just a gigantic fraud. It's just a big, big old Ponzi scheme. They don't have the money actually in the bank accounts because they're not being transparent. The Tether people say we can't be transparent because if we show you our bank accounts, you're going to come with guns and take all our money. Uh, so there's just been this kind of like Mexican standoff for years in that regard. But th this is like a big risk to the system because if something were to happen, if Tether were to be revealed as a fraud and there was like a run on the bank, right? Everybody tried to withdraw their Tether for real dollars. And then right. they're like, ah, actually, we don't, you know, we, we don't quite have those dollars. Then, then crypto goes bye-bye for a while, right? It's probably just absolute, just nuketown USA. Everything gets blown up. Everything goes down a lot. And th there would be a lot of bad things happening. Uh, Bitcoin would probably, again, be the safest in that sort of nuclear apocalypse mm -hmm. scenario. And it, it would come back, in my opinion, at some point. But, you know, a new, new investor should know that that is... That is a risk. I, I don't hold any tether because I there's all these other coins you can hold where you you can actually see that they have dollars. So I don't even understand why people use them in the in the first place. But right, yeah, num number one potential black swan in crypto right now. Uh, another fan question here coming in from Doctor P. Um, so I'll play the audio here. Uh, hi, uh, Stephen. Big fan of you. Big fan of the show. Uh, I listen to you guys uh, 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 daily. Uh, even though it's a, uh, just a weekly show, I listen to it daily. I play it on repeat when I wake up and when I go to bed uh, and when I brush my teeth uh, and when I'm uh, 
uh, having a consensual uh, intercourse with my wife, Robin. Um, uh, that being said, uh, I want to know, and this is a question for not only myself, but my, uh, my dog, uh, wh- what is, um, what is in your opinion right now, Steven, uh, and we'll be right back, but we'll keep it right here. I just want to know, uh, who touched it? No, who, what is the, what is the coin? If I were to start right now today uh, and, and encourage someone in my life, who's got the funds, okay, to, to make strides and improvements, upgrades, if you will, in their life. You know, we all are looking to make upgrades and and better ourselves with the choices we make and the choices we don't make, quite frankly, uh, things that we can do, you know, whether that's, you know, buying a new car uh, to feel better about yourself or getting a a penile, uh, you know, replacement, um, which, you know, I I haven't done, but I've inquired about it because I, uh, just like many Americans have felt myself in the, in the, in the, in the depths of hell when I wake up and just get on the wrong side of the bed, literally, I'll wake up, I'll be so baked when I go to bed, I'll wake up on the wrong side because I've been sleeping uh, on the outside of the bed in my, in my neighbor's condo. But that's why I just want to know, Stephen, this is for you, what is the best coin, in your opinion, right now uh, to, to buy? That's Dr. Oh, P. Oh, man. Yeah, Dr. Thank P you, Dr. Question. P. <laughs> A great question uh I, I think the best coin to buy depends on like who you are as a person and how much you're willing to lose right so if you're a person who's a little bit of a gambler you're like i don't mind losing my money for a big payoff i think the coin you buy right now is is, is probably ethereum i think ethereum has probably like the best risk adjusted return it's like a, it's a good balance between the money you can lose versus the money you can make Right uh, over the next few years, I I, I do think Ethereum is going over ten thousand dollars at some point in the relatively near future. It's probably trading like eleven hundred bucks while we record this. You know, pretty pretty good risk reward. Uh, if if you don't like losing money and you you just you want to still get some pretty good gains, but you mostly just want to make sure you don't lose everything, then 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 Bitcoin is your is, is your coin, in my humble opinion. Great. Great answer. Great question from, uh, from Dr. P. Big fan. Uh, we've got one more uh, fan question here, and this is from uh, Jay Depp. Um, and uh, I'll just play this audio here. <clears throat> um, hey, Steve, this question is for Stephen. Um, it's been uh, quite a, a trying couple of months for me. I've been uh, involved in some... Uh, well, I've been in a, an on... A trial um, that you might have seen uh, on television. They um, streamed it on YouTube for quite some time and um, dealing with uh, myself and my ex-girlfriend. We were uh, in somewhat of a uh, predicament, uh, which I know is a big word even for Sim, uh, but these are um, the things that we go through when we fall in love and fall out of love. And and I think... Uh, what did it for me was my uh, ex pooped in my bed, which I consider a <laughs> deal breaker. But that being said, my question for you, Stephen, is um, I know there's huge trading firms facing insolvency, um, and I just want to know, uh, can we anticipate more firms um, going through this, and is there a way for them to um, steer clear of this, uh, this uh, problem? Or is there a way for them to, like the pirates say, 
grab the shit by the balls and steer the wheel into greener pastures. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, I think the best way, like if, if you want to be invested, but you, you want to not be one of these sort of collateral damage casualties who gets caught up in all the companies going down, stuff like that, the, the, the main thing you can learn how to do is to learn how to self-custody your crypto, you know, learn what the wallet is, learn how to use it, learn how to back it up. Uh, and the wallet just, meaning, wait, break that, say that again real quick. So the wallet meaning, it's almost like your Apple wallet, having all your shit in it. It's just, it's a, what, it's just kind of how you manage everything on your phone, yeah? Basically, the crypto crypto wallet is, is, is just effectively like a, a bucket that you control where all your coins go into. And nobody else can touch those coins un unless you tell the world like your, your secret passcode, in which case you, you're dumb and anybody can take your money. So you don't want to do that. Right. Um, but what you want to do is learn how to self-custody your own money. Uh, and, and you want to just sort of keep the money right now in the wallet and don't do anything weird with it, right? Like don't put your coins in a lending platform. Don't take your uh, stable coins and stake them in some application that's promising you like 85% interest rates. Just, just don't do anything right now. Like all of my crypto, is just, it's just sitting there in the wallet. It's not touching anything. So anything blows up, it doesn't matter. It's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt me. But if your money's in an exchange, if your money's like locked in some sort of uh, staking contract on some, some decentralized finance app, or you're playing some game, you got money in there. It, anywhere you have money right now that's not just like in your wallet, not attached to anything, is kind of at risk of maybe you know going down with all the dominoes that could go down in the in in the coming weeks, right? So now now is the time to to just be safe and, and, and not take any stupid risks. Well, life is all about risks and most of them are stupid, but that's why they're risks. But uh, a famous <laughs> man once said, if you, um, and that famous man was my eighth grade uh, PE teacher, Mr. Tangan, uh, who had the worst breath of all time uh, and didn't know it. It's one thing to have bad breath. It's another thing to not be aware and get too close to people when you talk, especially in eighth grade. It's like, dude, this is, uh, this is a very, um, you know, we're, we're impressionable at this age and we're forming into the people we hopefully will, will soon be. And, uh, and you're letting us know that adults don't have to care about their uh, mouth hygiene. That being said, he once said to me, risks is what life is all about. And if you're not taking them, you're not living. And if you're not living, you're probably dead. Do you have any gum? So I think... I think in today's episode, we learned uh, a very important lesson, which is um, you got to go for it. You got to be smart. You got to uh, you got to recognize that when uh, the going gets tough, the tough gets going. But also don't lose your ass investing in crypto. And I think that's easier said than done. But is there something that you want to add on to that, Stephen, before we close out? That is a, 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 a you know, a good way to completely avoid just falling apart and having your family leave you? <laughs> I, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. I think a lot of people focus on crypto and they're, they're like, how do I, they're like, where, where's the number going to go up to? How much money am I going to make? Uh, the reality is, is that like all of crypto, like if you do it intelligently is probably going to go up. The, the, the main thing you have to worry about is like, how do I not lose? 
right? As long as you cannot lose and you sort of invest in like the good stuff, you, you will make money, right? So always think about what the downside is, not what the upside is. And then do all of your investment based on the downside and, and managing that. And then the upside will come. There it is. Guys, thanks for listening to another incredibly uh, informative episode. We hope you learned something. We hope you laughed. Um, Stephen, once again, is coming to us from a really, really sweet uh, quadrant of his... Um, <laughs> it looks like it just looks like Sims bathroom, but there's a lot of booze in it, and that's why it looks familiar. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.